This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, folks, I'm all about working smarter, not harder. Running a successful e-commerce business can be really convoluted, and honestly, you have enough going on. So I want to introduce you guys to ShipStation. I love using ShipStation because it makes it so much easier to automate all my shipping tasks, and I can manage all my orders in one simple dashboard. Work less and ship more with ShipStation, the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code TECHNEWS to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com code TECHNEWS. Welcome to TechCrunch Daily News, a roundup of the top tech news of the day. Presented by the Salvation Army, your donations help those in need win their daily battles to survive poverty. To give, ask your smart speaker to make a donation to the Salvation Army or make your gift at SalvationArmyUSA.org. SpaceX had a rocket launch this morning, Instagram is making a tweak to emphasize quality over quantity, and Twitter drafts a deepfake policy. Here's your Daily Crunch for November 11, 2019. First up, SpaceX launched a rocket today, and while it does that pretty often now, this one was special for a few different reasons. The payload is its first production, i.e. not for testing purposes, batch of Starlink broadband internet satellites for one, a key step in its target of launching service for U.S. and Canadian consumers next year. Meanwhile, this launch was also the first time that SpaceX reused a fairing flown on a previous mission. The fairing, which protects the cargo, is a $6 million part, so that's a good cost savings. Also, the Falcon 9 booster used was flown three times previously and landed again so it can potentially be used again in the future. In social media news, Instagram is going to expand a test wherein it hides the total number of likes on posts from everyone except the poster. The company started doing this in select markets, including Canada, a while ago, but apparently it likes what it's seen from those enough to bring it to the U.S., This should alleviate some social media anxiety, but will it be good for a business where influence is a key metric? Also, the era of rampant deepfakes is basically just around the corner, so how will we handle that? Probably not super well, but Twitter is already sharing a draft of how it intends to deal with content that is potentially manipulated, but convincing. They're looking for feedback on this before it goes into effect. Basically, they want to add warnings, but not necessarily remove deep-faked content, except in cases where a person's safety is at risk. Next, Carbonite, which in recent years pivoted from being a straightforward backup company into a firm focused more on enterprise data recovery and security practices, is going to be bought by Canada's OpenText in a huge enterprise IT tie-up. The deal is valued at $1.42 billion, which stands as a decent premium on Carbonite's value as assessed by the public market last week. In funding news, the used car market is one that's apparently ripe for startup activity and investment, as most recently demonstrated by a $400 million investment in Frontier Car Group, which values the Berlin-based company at $700 million post-money. The global automotive secondary market, where Frontier focuses its effort, is indeed a huge opportunity. In personnel news, Chris Cox isn't a high-ranking executive at Facebook anymore after leaving the company in March. That means he's free to say he doesn't like Trump, which is what he did at Wired's annual conference last week. He said he could definitely indulge in his more progressive political opinions now, something he couldn't do as an executive at Facebook. 
And finally, Extra Crunch's Eric Peckham looks at what NYC 